Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you, and enjoy the show. everybody this is dr duncan mccollum coming to you live from ksco radio and uh marvin gay what an amazing guy what an amazing message war is not the answer only love can find a way we've got to find a way to bring some love in here this day and i'm telling you i was thinking i was uh, with some friends the other night and you know kind of i've been looking a lot at what is considered a perfect storm. And that's when enough things come together to create an event that can be catastrophic one way or another. This often happens in the body. Um, I just spent uh, the week out in Park City and uh, visited Dr. Pompa on a couple occasions, Dr. Dan Pompa at his house. We uh, had a, a time to talk about a, several things. And one is gratitude. The other is what to do to help your body get healthy, and we're going to go into that. We're actually launching a program in March that Dr. Pompa will be leading. Uh, he's got the fastest-growing um, coaching business in the world, and, and there's a reason why, because he's found, the, he's found the upstream cause to chronic disease and chronic illness, things that people step across and step over in the covering up of symptoms with a myriad of things that they do that, whether it's herbal medicine or things like alcohol or what have you. But, you know, I really want to address the audience today and appeal to your, um, I want to ask for help because when we look at what's going on right now in the world and on many different fronts, it's almost a perfect storm. Every single thing is leading to, down this disastrous road. And, you know, I remember when I found out that when the Revolutionary War occurred, that only 3% of the people fought in the war. The other 97% sat and waited to find out if they were going to be American citizens or English citizens. And, you know, the um, there's a lot of different references to this type of thing. Spectators never win. You know, a lot of people sit and watch sports and they don't participate. And uh, But I think it's time. I, I really want to appeal to the vast number of people out there, which are the people in their basically 60s, 70s, 80s, maybe 50s, and, and potentially the 40s. But, you know, our generations, we grew up working. We grew up um, with a cause. No, no matter what side of what cause we were on, we had one. And, um, you know, there are times in history where groups came together, right or wrong, very with a very strong front to confront whatever the adversities in life were. And, you know, a few of them, of course, were the world wars, you know, but people 
they they tend to gravitate towards somebody with that can then can elicit the human response out of individuals. So you know Hitler did that. He had a whole nation, whether it was by cause or fear, follow him, and there was a huge amount of you know he had a huge amount of followers. Almost uh, took over the world, you know. And however, when he when when the United States was brought into the war. Um, we most there were a lot of sympathizers with the, the Nazis during that time. And um, the speculation over what happened in Pearl Harbor uh, aside, what did happen when uh, we were attacked is the whole country put aside their differences and dis- and we won the world war. You know, we did it. The group did it. And, this is what is hap- is not happening as our country is being divided by so many different um, means. And, you know, people are too busy to pay attention to it. And this is going to be the death of us, you know. I mean, whether or not you look at what's happening with one side of politics or the other, you know, what's going on on the borders, what's going on with the healthcare industry, all these different perfect storms are coming together where we're being taken thanks marcia we're being taken quietly while we're sleeping basically we're a sleeping giant now luckily if you ever saw the movie tora 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 when they bombed pearl harbor one of the generals said i think we just woke a sleeping giant and they did and we woke up. So what's it going to take to wake us up? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to work on addressing this subject of our nation today. And if it makes sense, I'd like you to get on KSCO or get on McCollum Wellness Radio in the next week and send this link to people you know, because, you know, I'm just one guy talking here in this little town of Santa Cruz, doing my best to help people with their health. But, you know, we really need to pay attention. Look what happened when uh, the the uh, Twin Towers got knocked down by airplanes. Whether you're a conspiracy theorist or not, whether you believe the planes did it or his inside job, doesn't matter. The result was that 90% of the people in our country came together at that moment, and we were a force to be reckoned with. So this is what we need to do. We got to stop fighting amongst ourselves. They, the perfect way that you can actually take down a great body of people or a great nation or a world is to get them fighting amongst themselves over trivial or maybe not so trivial things that are being amplified or thrown out as you know false evidence appearing real And perhaps, and maybe there is some stuff there, but what's the bigger picture? The bigger picture is the freedoms of the people of the United States, the freedoms of the people of the world. We see people across the planet, governments being protested, Germany, France, you know, Italy, all these various things, because we're a sleeping giant and there are powers that be that are really wanting to destroy what we have in the world. And um, I'm not going to try to make this political, but I am going to try to make it survival-ish. You know, there's other 
other things that have brought us together. You know, there's other things that have brought the group. It's like, you know, it's the great reset, they call it. Well, the great reset for us means we need to wake up and we got to pay attention to what's going on in the world around us and make some decisions. But here's the deal. This is what I really wanted to talk about. I remember in the 60s and the 70s when I was growing up and a lot of you too, we had the war. We had Vietnam War. We were protesting. It was the age of incredible musicians and incredible music. It was a blossoming of something. And we all, whether or not, wherever we were there, at least we had some group consensus of where we wanted to go. The songs like Marvin Gaye, you know, the the songs by Jesse Colin Young, you know, the the, all these people, hair, you know, the age of Aquarius, all of us were looking for peace and understanding. How silly it seems, but we are the generations, my generations above or be, below, that can make a difference. We're the greatest, we have the biggest population on the planet. In the United States, our generation is the biggest population. So what if we started speaking? We don't have to go get political, but we need to start talking to other people in our groups, in our age groups, and go, you know what? We need to start sharing gratitude. We need to start, stop the hate. And that happens with you and it happens with me. So, you know, I'm really hoping that this makes sense to y'all. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that's a, I know all the facts, ma'am. You know, but I'm a very, because in my practice, you know, I'm very much involved in seeing results by doing the things that I found that work to help people with their lives. Well, right now I know that gratitude is huge. In fact, Dr. Pompa and I did a whole uh, video on the gratitude, vitamin G, the vitamins that I've talked about, you know, the 100% gratitude that I've offered you all to come get at my office. And we will be rolling that out as well. But what it really comes down to is we can go around complacent, ignoring everything, pretending it's not there, you know, and we might live in the fringes or we might be in the city where you see what's going on with the police in New York, where people that just came into our country illegally are beating up the cops and mobbing them and they're out on they're out the next day you know and we don't have any accountability of where these guys are coming from but regardless of right wrong or indifference of how they're getting here we have to come together and decide the fate of our country where do we want to go you know now this is really having to do with you and me talking to other people and talking about being respectful and being grateful for what we've had in our lives. Look where we grew up. You know, maybe some of us didn't have such great opportunities, but for years and years and years, our country was the place people would come to because of opportunity. And it seems like a lot of the people that came to this country have used the American dream to become successful in their lives. I would believe that many of them, maybe not all of them, but most of them came through the right channels and they came with the idea that I'm going to contribute to this country by creating a viable business in the land of opportunity. They're not coming in, you know, looking to 
uh, rape and pillage anything that they can get their hands on. And I'm sure there's some good people coming across the border. I know some people that came across the border without visas, and they're good people. But I also know that there's some bad ones. But when you let anybody come into this country without at least checking who they are and where they come from, and also how can we possibly house them all? The show right before us, they were talking about building 3,000 more homes in downtown Santa Cruz because we have a housing shortage. We have people living everywhere on every city. They're living on the streets and we're letting all these people come into our country. And, you know, I mean, whether you believe in COVID vaccines or not, where are they getting vaccinated? I don't believe it's a good idea for them to, or anybody necessarily till we have safe things, but until we know they're safe, but what's happening to them? You know, where are the restraints putting on us but freelance to these people that brought in the country and lost for seven years when they're supposed to show up for their, you know, arraignment? Where are they going? Who are they? And what are they doing in in our country? Are they going to contribute? Well, right now we see what's going on in New York. They're ganging up and kicking the policeman in the head, you know? So I think that us as individuals, you know, and also... I guess, you know, I I take a look at what's happening north of the border, north of our border, and the complaints that are going on with the individual running that country. Why don't they just kick him out? He's just a guy. You know, I mean, how long are we going to just sit around and wait for the next shoe to drop? We have, you know, very huge uh, elite elites that are wanting to control the outcome of our world. And they have an agenda that they're going to, they're putting forth on us. If you don't know about it, if you haven't looked at it, I don't know that you need to because, I mean, a lot of people don't want to know. They've got too many problems in their life as it is to be willing to do anything, even if they could. I'm sure that they would want to know if they had time to find out. But it's only 3% of the population is going to do anything about it anyway. That's pretty much the statistics. So if 3% of you people listening will talk to Take this video that you can get online and send it to some of the friends you know. If you send it to 100 people, three people will take it and do something with it. They'll send it to 103 people. I mean, I'm, I'm just me. I'm not like this movement starter. But I do believe that the, we have a voice. And as long as we have a voice, it's important that we express what we want to, uh, what we want to do you know, what we want to do in this life. And um, I think it's really important that we pay attention to what's going on in our neighborhoods. It's the successful people in this country. There's so many, you know, I have friends that are very successful in their businesses and they don't necessarily, and it's not nothing right or wrong with them. They don't see what's happening on a bigger picture. And it's not everybody's viewpoint to do that in any kind of organization you always have the vision the the vision people the people that are going to in, to imagine incredible things and the people that are going to come up with these 
great ideas. And then you're going to have the implementers, the people that are going to make sure that step A, B, C, D, E, F, G is all done. And there are people trained under them to do that. Then you're going to realize that there's a lot of stuff where we could step on a lot of people's toes if we don't do it right. So then there are going to be the watchdogs, the people that make sure that we're not stepping out of our bounds and we're not doing more harm than good. And so in this life, in this world, on this planet, in our country, in our town right now, it's so important that we have some eyes and ears that are open to what's going on and at least paying attention for the rest of us because we're not all going to be able to do it. But if there's enough of us paying attention when stuff hits the fan, if it does, and hopefully it won't, but at least we have a plan. It's not like we're caught off guard and we don't know what to do, where to go, and we end up with a terrible, a terrible fate. So any rate, um, you know, I really believe that it's important to take a look at when do we make a change? Well, I really want to, again, focus on those of us that grew up in the last, we're 45 years and older, that remember when we had diversity, but we all got together to a greater or lesser degree for a cause. And that cause was to end the war in Vietnam. That cause was you know, whatever it was, peace, love, and all that kind of stuff. It sounds hokey, but really, you know, if we don't have visionaries, we're, we go nowhere. And when we have our own individual ability to think and be imaginative, stifled because of the pressures, real or imagined, put on us, then we don't have a chance to let those creative juices in our mind go, you know, and we become bleak. We become bleak as a people, bleak as a nation. There's some a lot of big com- countries out there that look pretty bleak. You know, the 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 people don't have the freedoms that we have. You know, so let's not let's not be bleak. Let's learn how to change this whole projection of our society by bringing communication in of a of a understanding and gratitude. I think, you know, when you take a look at that, when you listen to the video that Dr. Pompa and I did on gratitude, you'll understand that it is studied to be one of the greatest chemical changers in our brain. When you have gratitude, then the chemical um, in our brain, the neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, um, oxytocin, all these things are plentiful and they give us pleasure. And when we're relaxed and have pleasure, our whole parasympathetic nervous system works, our organs that we don't have to think about. And then when those work, our our immune system becomes healthier, we become healthier. So when we live in a constant world of stress and our adrenal glands, which are stress glands, are shooting through the roof and our serotonin, excuse me, and our um, cortisol, is shooting through the roof, causing inflammation in our body, you know, we're going to get sick. Chronic inflammation is the cause of chronic disease. And chronic inflammation comes from one thing, toxicity. Okay, now that could be mental toxicity, that could be chemical toxicity. You know, it could be the damage to your nervous system. And 
um, all of these things together lead up to how healthy you are. So the one thing we can do when I put out the vitamin G bottles and, you know, the 100% pure gratitude, I have to make a, I'm getting a new set made. I have to go find another gratitude mind, but I am making some more of them. And as Dr. Pompa and I were going over the directions, it says every morning, hold this bottle of pure, 100% pure gratitude in your hand and think of 10 things you're grateful for. Well, then let's backstep. How about one thing you're grateful for? Sometimes when you're, everything's against you and um, the going's tough, it's hard to find one thing to be grateful for. So many people, and I actually believe it's not a majority by any means, but there are a lot of people out there that wake up in the morning and immediately find something to be hateful for. So the difference between hateful and grateful is you put an H, you take away the H and put in a G. So hateful or grateful? Hateful, where's that going to get us? It's going to get us nowhere. Hateful is in inwardly looking hate, hate hateful is what's been done to me why is everything that's so bad right grateful is looking out and being appreciative so work with your friends and family i don't have any clue what this radio show is going to turn out being because i usually don't know how what i'm going to say and talk about here but you know i come from a from my emotion and what i think comes down to me in the moment, but grateful and hateful, right? Where are you on that fence? You know, there shouldn't be a gray area. You should just either be hateful and go after it or be grateful and go after it. I say, let's be grateful. Now, I know that the ones in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and my mother-in-law that's 103 know how to be grateful. We know, we've known a time post-World War II that has allowed amazing growth for families, for so much comfort. So many of us have no idea what it was like when my mother grew up in the Great Depression. You know, she grew up in a farm in the middle of California, a cotton farm, and there wasn't enough food. So she was farmed out. She was sent to live with an aunt and she became Cinderella, you know, the the workhorse um cousin to her cousin Joyce, who was the princess. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, my stepmother saved every single one of those little ties that you used to tie your plastic bags together with when you came out of the grocery store. And you'd open a drawer and there'd be hundreds of rusted ties for these things, you know, and that was the, the mentality of what the world was, it was a, it, she came from a point, a point as many people did post World War II and who lived in during the depression um, of, you know, scarcity and hanging on to things because you never knew where the world was going to go. After World War II, we became, we grew very quickly and the, because of the food industries and the international commerce, you know, we could eat watermelons all year round or melons all year round rather than having to wait and work with the, 
um, the seasons for the foods, which is actually a lot healthier for us, we were able to eat whatever we want, whenever we want, with whoever we want, as much as we want, wherever we want. And it's made us incredibly sick. So now I'm switching for a moment over to the health of you as an individual. You know, what good is your health? Now, I'm going to be running, doing a, an incredible program with Dr. Dan Pompa leading it. So if you know who Dr. Dan Pompa is, if you don't, you should look him up, P-O-M-P-A. And uh, he's the cellular healing expert. I've been working for him and with him and been a friend of his for um, over seven years now, along with about 30, 40 other docs from around the country. And he never stops looking and digging and finding better ways to find the upstream cause of disease. What's causing our body to be sick? Why do we have chronic disease? Why are we now 50th in the world for health instead of 47th in the world for health? There's a lot of reasons for it. One is stinking thinking, but also because of the 250 billion pounds of or billion, 250 billion tons of toxins dumped on the planet every year. Plus the glyphosate, that they're still, it's still legal to spray it. And it crosses the blood-brain barrier. And we know it causes non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And the forever chemicals now that never leave the environment. So I'm going to have um, Dr. Paul on in a, a few weeks who talking about hydrogen water. He's the guy that created the hydrogen water. And I've known him for five or six years through Dr. Pompa. And you're going to want to hear that show because we have to start stockpiling health around us. Because right now, even mainstream media is talking about you know, one of the biggest countries countries in the world knocking out our power grid. And the threats are not just conspiracy theory. Now mainstream media is talking about it. So where are you going to be when that happens? Well, how do we prevent this? We come together as a nation. We quit fighting amongst ourselves. We start to put aside our differences. That's the real key is putting aside our differences that don't make that big a difference at the end of the day. I mean, when you're on your deathbed, you know, does it really matter what X, Y, and Z you're putting on your attention right now? I mean, I'm not going to go into the different things that people are willing to stake their life on, these platforms that may not make a difference if the stuff that I'm talking about comes to play. Who cares? You're done, right? So we need to really start to to help each other. The way we do this is anybody in the last 40, 50, 60, 70s or listen to this and beyond, please, if this makes sense, you've got to start talking to your friends about gratitude. We can't be complacent. We can't be the side chair, armchair quarterbacks. Spectators never win. You know, again, only 3% of the people fought in the Revolutionary War. The others waited to see what happened. So we don't need everybody to be active. I'm not. I mean, I'm out there trying to save individual lives on a daily basis. You know, working with peripheral neuropathy, which we're having incredible results with, by the way. Beyond my wildest dreams, how well these programs are working when we do everything that we now know how to do. It's much better than the medication that you're given um, and said, that's it, just wait till it gets worse. 
you know, diabetes, uh, chemotherapy, radiation treatment, glyphosate and your toxicity in the food. Um, all these things are causing and adding up to peripheral neuropathy, chronic disease, autoimmune disease, peripheral neuropathy. But I had this aha moment the other day when it's like, well, I'm helping people be healthy for what? You know, where are we going? What's going to go on with our country if we don't at least wake up and look around? I mean, maybe I'm completely off the rocker. You know, I could be completely talking out of the other end of me right now. But something's going on. What's going on? That's Marvin Gaye's song, you know? And uh, war is not the answer. Only love can, whatever the words are to it, you all know them. But if you don't listen to the song, start listening to some of the songs that we grew up with, Joan Baez, you know, and um, the age of Aquarius. I mean, I thought we were coming into this huge age of peace and understanding, right? Well, we all got, is it greedy? I don't know what it is. We all stopped being willing to listen to the other person. You know, if you just take a moment, I would say just take a moment and find a quiet place and just spend some time thinking about the world around you, not the people, not what's going on with politics, not all that other stuff, but just get a feel for you as a being on this planet. And why are you here? What is your purpose for being here? Because if we don't have a clear idea of where we want to go, we're not going anywhere. You know, you'll always get where you decide you want to go. So if you just have no purpose in life, which I know is very few people, um, we, you know, I'm not trying to invalidate people. What I am trying to do is say, maybe it's time for us to go out of our comfort zone and make a difference by talking to some of the other people. You know, if every one of us that are 40 and above, 50 and above, whatever it is who's listening to the station, decided to make a stand, whichever side of the political spectrum you're on, uh, and, and that's just, let's just leave it at that, whatever that is. I mean, there's division of, whatever part of the division of philosophies, division of um, whatever, how important is it to be able to have that? That is so cool that here in the United States, we've had up until recently the ability to have uh, freedom of choice, the ability to discuss the differences of opinion and um, what happened to our freedom of speech. You know, if we don't speak up, nobody's going to. So as all of you know who've listened to me, I don't get political. I don't think I'm being political today. What I think I'm doing is trying to help the health of you through helping the health of the country because that's what I do. Somebody comes into my office, I'm going to find where two things are, two parts of your body are combating. You know, you might have some kind of dis-ease trying to destroy your liver or some kind of poisons in your brain trying to destroy your mind or, you know, too much insulin in your blood causing Alzheimer's or you might have so many poisons in your blood that you're getting peripheral neuropathy and you can't walk, enjoy walking on the beach or uneven surfaces or even driving a car because you don't know where your foot is. That's what I do. But 
during this time of treating over 20,000 people over the last 35 years and listening to the individual and what their needs and wants are, I realized that, you know, why, who wants to live to be 100 if we're not going to have a country to live in, right? So it's time to, it's time really to just decide to go do something kind and make sure that this kindness grows. If we just start to do this, gratitude, 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 one to another over time, that will help in what's going on in the world. You know, I, I, it's not the only thing we need to do, but it's something you can do, something I can do. You can call up a cousin or a estranged partner, friend, somebody. Find something you're grateful for with them. You know, like, again, on my bottles of pure gratitude, which you can request from my office, I have to get some more. I have to label them myself, and I do label them myself because it's, I put love in every bottle. But, you know, it says every morning, five t- find 10 things you're grateful for. And I was talking to Dr. Pompa about it. He goes, you know what? I don't do it every morning. I can't possibly. I forget to do it. And we all do. But you got to do it and remember to come home to it. Sometimes it's hard to find one thing to be grateful for. You know, if you're very sick and you have chronic illness and, um, you know, maybe you don't have the people in your life that you need to have them there or you've been subject to some kind of atrocity or terrible thing, oftentimes it's hard to be grateful. But by being grateful for something, find one thing to be grateful about, you can change the projection of your life. If you just make this a habit to start to be grateful day after day after day, not only for yourself, but share gratitude. I was out to breakfast this morning with a friend, and our waiter was exceptionally good. And uh, that's sometimes not easy to find. And um, I, I commented, I said, wow, our, I like our waiter. He's a good waiter. And he came by and I said, hey, thank you for being such a great waiter. And it was really funny. He kind of didn't acknowledge my compliment. And it's almost like you're either, you either got it or you don't. You know, um, some people just come in, whether it's upbringing, whether, whether it's just the core individual's understanding of, you know, life, which is in order to get along you or to get somewhere in life, you have to be willing to understand that we share this planet with a lot of people. And at least the people you come in, cro- in contact with, you need to be able to give them respect or show respect, you know? So hate or we're talking about hateful or grateful. And again, one of the biggest things going on in our country across the board, if you're not just looking at the, at the golden retriever channel on Facebook or Instagram, and you're not looking at the cats being scared of toast, which are all fun, and I love them, and I like to watch that stuff, or a baby elephant getting into a plastic swimming pool, that's all cool. But and, and again, it may not be your lot in life to be involved in what's going on in a greater scale because your conditions, your situations, thanks, Melinda, I appreciate you. You're, I'm grateful for you. You're, um, you might be so overwhelmed in life with a family member or with yourself or a health condition or a living situation that you can't, you have no free 
attention units, so to speak. You don't have any free um, part of your attention to give to this, and that's okay. It's You do what you need to do, but there's plenty of us out there that do have one spare second in a day that we can share gratefulness, and I don't know what the heck it's going to do, but I know that it's going to be better than doing nothing. So I would love to ask you all to get onto YouTube, Dr. Duncan McCollum, Dr. Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N, McCollum, M-C-C-O-L-L-U-M, alphabetical order on the vowels. And in a probably mid-next week, this show will be up. Copy the link and send it to people and go, please watch this and send it to other people. And, you know, it's not because of me. It's kind of trying to get the message out that if we do this, maybe enough people will jump on the bandwagon. And, it, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping like crazy that there's a lot of other people out there doing the same thing right now because it's, there is no answer in division, none. Division is going to create more problems. And the biggest problem is that we are being blindsided. We're fighting amongst ourselves on at every avenue, even to what we want to be called. You know, at the end of the day, does it matter when you're lying on your deathbed or dust? Does it matter? The archaeologists are going to tell us anyway what they think you might have been. But besides that point, I mean, I could be a Republican or a Democrat or, um, you know, a certain race or not a certain race but it has really what it has to do is humanity you know it comes down to getting along and enjoying the ride while we're here and where there's problems let's fix them we don't fix them by allowing criminals to run governments and or countries or worlds you know there's a lot of that has been neglected by the criminals running the criminals for so long that it's not going to be an easy fix, but, and I think a lot of heads are going to roll before we get it fixed, if we do get it fixed. But I believe in the human being. I think that we, each individual has this incredible, incredible ability to be, do, and have anything that they want, as long as they get out of their own way. There are no, you know the saying, what are you doing under the circumstances? Well, under the circumstances, well, get the heck out from under the circumstances. I know it's easy to say. It's harder when you have all the things going on in those circumstances. But I guarantee you, you can do it. You can do it. You can get out from them. If you have dis-ease or some kind of major disease, you know, there's, there's something that can be done one way or another to help, Okay. And that might be spreading the message of what you would do different, spreading the message of um, love to the people that you've loved in this life. You know, you have a choice every day when you wake up. You can be grateful or hateful. You know, I don't think being in the, in the middle, most of us are in the middle because we just get up, go to work. Oh my gosh, I have to get what to feed the dog, go to work, you know, uh, pay the bills, hope I don't get fired. I wish I'd get rid of that person. It's all their fault. It's my fault. Who knows? Be grateful. Gratitude is could change the trajectory of our planet. If you don't, you know what? Pretty soon, I think in the next show or two, I will be playing 
a conversation I had with Dr. Dan Pompa out at his house this, this last weekend. I'm going to be talking about gratitude with him. It's, he goes into the chemical, the chemistry of gratitude, the, um, the philosophy of belief. Dr. Bruce Lipton's uh, comments on what happens at the cell wall and inside the cell when you have gratitude versus hate, hateful or grateful. And then we go into the next thing. All right, the next thing to do is if you could reset, reboot your and everybody you know's attention on, you know, complacency for what's going on in the world. And, you know, maybe it's all an illusion. I think it is anyway. This whole life is an illusion. But if you could decide, okay, I'm not going to dive into it. I'm not going to ignore it. I know something's going on. I wish I had attention for it, or I don't have attention for it, and I'm glad I don't, but I can be grateful. I can talk to the people I meet and start to share gratitude. I'm sorry I'm going off on all this today, but I real, really believe that, that, you know, if something can be done about it. You know, I see sometimes when I get stupid and I start watching reels and stuff on any one of those social media Sometimes I see a group of, of citizens talking to a board of individuals. And that board of individuals, when you look at who they represent as a county or a government or whatever that is there, and everybody is in disagreement with their decision making, my thought is why don't they just go remove them from this pedestal and go, you're fired. Why are we sitting there asking to make a change when they won't make a change? And we know, and it goes right in one ear and out the other, and it's creating huge ramifications and harms for the next generations. And, um, you know, why are we just sitting there going, okay, well, please stop. No, you're, you're fired. Get out of here. Should do it north of the border. You know? So... I really think that a government of the people, by the people, and for the people is what we need to establish. Whoever can do that, I don't care if it's right, left, up, down, or what have you, but we had a beautiful thing. I believe, like everybody says, there's always been something in the background from the days of old that go forward with this under hit underlying group of people that potentially have anything other than our best interests going and they have their hands in everything so so be it they've just gotten too big and too loud and uh we don't have to put up with it so at any rate i'm Let's see where we're at. We got about 10 minutes left. And I, I want to just kind of, I just thank all of you out there that listen. Um, my listeners, you guys are great. You come into the office and thank me for being on the air. I thank you for listening. Um, I'm really, really grateful for KSCO. It's, it's really fun to be here in this n n cool station. If you've never been here, you should come by and look at it. They've painted the whole thing. Um, they're making some major changes. And this is a hub for people's voices. And it should not go um, unheard, whatever side of the spectrum you're on. You know, you can come and talk. And, uh, of course, 
there's a fee for it. You know, I pay for my show because I have a desire to help people. And, um, you know, through the health industry that I'm in, you know, um, again, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum talking. I probably haven't re <laughs> introduced myself much today. I'm a chiropractor in Capitola, California. I've been in practice for about 35 years. Um, my goal is to help people find the upstream causes of ill health and not just handle the symptoms. You know, medication or alcohol or drugs can cover up the symptoms. I did that for uh, about 12 years after I fell out of a tree and it took me a long time to find out that I actually broke my back and growing up in Berkeley in the 60s, which I've talked about here today, I was on drugs and I was a complete drug addict. I almost OD'd when I was 28. One evening at three o'clock in the morning, I thought my heart was going to stop. And I walked to the cliff and sea cliff and I looked over and said, if I don't quit, I'm going to die. I made a change. It was not easy, but it was something that I knew I had to do. It was a dire point in my life. I believe that anybody can make changes if you want to. And you, can, you have this ability. I know you do. You've got this incredible ability to be whatever you want. So many people, I think, are just kind of beaten down or worn out. And they're happy just kind of being happily doing what they're doing. But what if you could change that? What if you could change somebody else? Maybe you don't need to change. Maybe you're happy. Maybe you're kind of going, well, I'm just going to live out the rest of my life being doing what I'm doing. I've worked hard and here I am. But there is this opportunity to help the next person. And we do that by sharing gratitude. I believe it's the number one thing that we can do. You never know how far reaching one act of kindness can go. I mean, there's, I've seen example after example after example of this, where you reach out, give a letter, send a letter to somebody that you don't get along with. You know, there's a lot of people in life that you might um, resonate with in your group at work. Maybe some people that every time you walk in the door, you walk as fast as you can by that person. Dr. Pompa talks about this in, in our gratitude video. That person probably needs somebody to go up and say, hey, Joe, hope all's well. I'm glad you're doing a good job. Thanks for being here. Even though you may not want to do it, it's like two pole, same poles of a magnet trying to touch. They just repel each other like heck. But who is the bigger being? Who, I mean, how are you a pole of a magnet or are you a sentient being that can affect changes when you desire? I believe that all of us can affect changes. And I believe that if we have the right set of mind, we can affect positive changes. So I'm asking you to... Um, get this show, go to Dr. Duncan McCollum, YouTube, find the show on this date, two, three, 24, two, three, two, four, huh? And, uh, send it to somebody, you know, and say, Hey, listen to it. The guy's kind of crazy, but you know, he made a couple good points. He's great. I'm grateful for him. Please pass this on to other people. Nothing for me here, just for you all to help other people out there decide to live a better, healthier life. And I think we could make a change. If nothing else, it will be fun trying because you know what? You're going to get some smiles out of people when you practice gratitude. Now, on my bottle of gratitude that you can get from my office, 
I do. It's 100% gratitude. It's, it's called vitamin G. You know, I do say in the directions, hold it in your, you don't even have to have it. Now, there's several videos, previous shows on my YouTube, Dr. Duncan McCollum, that are on gratitude in the last, since the January 1st. Every Saturday I have a show. And you can find the ones on gratitude and the science behind it and what it does. And, and you can send that to people that might need to hear it. Oftentimes it's so hard to get somebody who's down and out to listen and make a change. But again, you never know how, how, a small, how far a small act of kindness can go. So um, when it comes to health, <laughs> that's why I'm here is for your health, mental, spiritual, and, and uh, chemical. And one of the things I work out in my office is a huge amount of uh, people coming in with chronic disease and all roads lead to Rome, as they say, all chronic disease leads to peripheral neuropathy. Peripheral neuropathy is when you start to lose feeling in your toes and hands or you start getting burning, uh, tingling, in, not coordinated, slip, too many falls. Um, you can't drive because of you don't know which where your foot is, marshmallows on your toes, um, it, horrendous amount of stuff. It's very, uh, it makes you not want to go out and visit people. It makes you kind of lose your um, self-esteem and it causes you to be a prisoner inside your own body. Peripheral neuropathy. The only solution is something called gabapentin, which is a drug made for epileptic seizures that helps with the symptoms. And, uh, but we have a solution. We've helped dozens of people now. And we've only been doing it for, well, several months. But people get dramatic results very quickly as long as the right indicators are there. And that starts with a photograph of your hands and feet, a thermographic image, so that we can tell what the blood flow is and the energy going to those nerves. Everything in your body needs oxygen. You know, you deprive something of oxygen, it will die. When you have prolonged oxygen deprivation of the fingers or toes, they start to die. They, the nerves die. You lose sensation. That's when you start cutting yourself and not knowing it, slipping and falling. Your feet don't communicate to your inner ear, so you flip, slip and fall, knock, and all that kind of stuff. So we have a huge solution for that. Again, you can get your freedom back by handling your disease. And there's also Dr. Pompa's program starting in March. He will be running it. So by Getting involved with this program, you can go Mariah at McCollumWellness.com, Mariah at Dr. <laughs> at McCollumWellness.com and say, I want the March program or the detox or the Pampa program, whatever it is, we will be finalizing how we're going to roll it out and rolling it out. And you can be part of it. Dr. Pampa will be running you through it. And uh, it's no, none other than the best. And at the end of that month, you will be in one of several different situations. Every body is going to be different. So we're going to have to take a look at how to help each individual based on where they get. But we are opening up the downstream pathways. We're going to start your body's ability to detoxify your liver and your colon, your kidneys, so that we can eventually dump the toxins out of the brain so you can think clearly and your hormones will work. Your cells are clean enough so that the hormones can act on them. So you get your health back. 
or improve it. So by the time anything else I talked about on the show does or doesn't come to fruition, those who are prepared are going to be the luckiest. What is luck? Luck is where hard work and preparation meet. So that's what you need to do. If you're going to be a lucky one to survive any kind of climate change, any kind of torrential rains, any kind of um, epidemics that hit us, the lucky ones will survive. Who's lucky? The ones with hard work and preparation. Hard work and preparation equals luck. And also having a positive mental attitude. You can't always have a positive mental attitude, but how do you do it? The best way is find one thing to be grateful for every day. Hi, Carrie. Be grateful for one thing every day. Share gratitude with one person that you meet on the streets. Once you get used to that, do it again and again and again. And pretty soon, the chemicals in your brain are going to start to pour out dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and your immune system is going to be healthier. Your body's going to start to feel better. It's going to start to heal so that you can enjoy your life in your twilight years or your younger years. A call to arms for anybody 40 and above. You know what it's like to work hard. You know what it's like to sacrifice you need to call people, send this message, go to McCollumWellness.com, copy and paste this and ask them to send it to other people so that we start to spread gratitude around the country. Remember, grateful, not hateful. If you wake up in, in a hateful mood, all you're going to do is make yourself and others sick. If you wake up in a grateful mood or learn how to be grateful, you're going to help yourself be happier and make the world a better place. So this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. We're going out with Marvin Gaye. And um, thank you so much. I'll see you next week. Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.